This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. This is about labor's big contradiction. 65% of Americans approve of labor unions and would join one if they could, according to a Gallup poll for Labor Day of 2020. Unions love to publicize that 65% figure, but there's contradictory info. The Amazon organizing drive at Bestemer Alabama failed miserably. Despite a high-profile national campaign, about 45% of the eligible workers at Bessemer didn't even vote. Of those who did vote, 60% rejected the union. Longtime union organizer Chris Townsend, while urging unions to keep trying, projects a bleak future. You will have many, many, many opportunities, he writes, to complain about what went wrong in the future failed organizing drives yet to come. Bessemer, Alabama is merely a milepost on what will be a long and arduous road to organize this piece of the commanding economic heights. Many more losses lie ahead. Strikes and other uprising are ahead. The union organization of corporate America will be a messy affair, and there will be many casualties, end quote. Should we conclude then that one contradictory fact or the other is just an aberration? Or should we accept them both as what they are, hard data, and try to figure out the reason? Straining to find an answer, should we think that everybody really does want a union but just not in their own workplace? That's a silly idea. Most unions and union supporters have seized on a single explanation for the Amazon fiasco. They say that the American government is just so hostile to working people that we don't have a chance to organize. Labor law, we argue with considerable credibility, has to be changed. We're correct in saying that, of course. But there's a lot more to it. I resolve the contradiction this way. Unionization is genuinely popular in America, but our method of organizing needs changing. I agree with Chris Townsend that many future workplace organizing drives will fail. I just don't believe that the traditional workplace organizing drive taken alone has a bright future. I also don't expect a lot of immediate help from the government in changing labor law so that traditional workplace organizing drives will start succeeding. We don't presently have that kind of government. I believe that the data on union popularity from the 2020 Gallup poll was correct. Further, I believe that union organizing is far more popular in 2021 because of the lessons learned during the continuing worldwide pandemic. I also believe that the American Union Movement, led by the AFL-CIO Labor Federation, is moving toward riding that popularity to real goals for working families. Unions need more than traditional workplace organizing drives. We need big national and international campaigns to educate and mobilize our many supporters 
toward the goal of power for working families. We need to sign up all our supporters and get them to coordinate their resources meaningfully. We can do that. Given the fact that most Americans right now are carrying around advanced learning and communications devices, it might not take much time. Workplace organizing, instead of being the one and only labor tactic, will become a byproduct of a mighty movement. A single electronic source could start that movement right now and build it into an irresistible force. The AFL-CIO already has a potential tool called Working America, but it has not yet been fully implemented. It will, or something like it will, and union popularity will be unleashed at last. Let's see. Let's see if I'm right about the progressive movement coming together with the AFL-CIO. If it does, then we are likely to see bigger and more meaningful activities. May Day, the 1st of May, will be a test of sorts. In 2020, the AFL-CIO and certain national unions had big celebrations, but for many of them, it was their first time to publicly acknowledge International Workers' Day. I predict it will be far bigger and better in 2021. It will be based on unions, but not confined to them. It will include other progressive organizations. May Day will help unify and direct the progressive movement at last. Let's see if I'm right. Now, I don't know what's going on around the world, and I don't know what's going to go on across the nation. But I can tell you that the National AFL-CIO will definitely be celebrating International Workers' Day again this year. And I can tell you that we're going to have a celebration in Dallas at Everglade Park beginning at 11 o'clock in the morning. We're actually going to start with a get-out-the-vote car caravan starting at Colonial Baptist Church on Cheyenne Drive. Then we're going to uh, start the picnic at 11 o'clock in Everglade Park, 5100 Jim Miller Road. We brought this up at the Dallas AFL Central Labor Council meeting, and we asked people if they would gener if they would donate a hundred bucks for food and if they would co-sponsor the event. Well, you may be very surprised to learn that eight different unions stepped up right in that moment. Others are checking with their leadership back in their local unions. At the same time, we have lined up the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans and uh, the Young Active Labor Leaders and about, I would say, eight other union-oriented, labor-oriented organizations that are very progressive and up until now have not been working together as well as I wanted them to. It doesn't mean they don't work together, but it just means that May the 1st has the potential to become a very unifying event for the entire labor movement. And I think the same thing may be going on all over the nation. I hope so. And I would like to think that May the 1st, 2021, will be a milestone day for labor solidarity 
And I think that's going to happen. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. Extra.